The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us, share the love. We truly appreciate you checking us out. In the house today, E. Kansas Leadership Center. Yes, we're excited. We're going to have such a lovely conversation. We have Miss Julia Fabris McBride in the house. How's it going? It's going great. Yay! Thanks, Ebony. Thanks, Don, for you having bet. me here. We are thrilled that you decided to join us today. <laughs> so you're with the Kansas Leadership Center. I am. Well, let's talk about that. Can you share a little bit about what the Kansas Leadership Center is? Yeah, the Kansas Leadership Center is all about lifting up people and communities mm -hmm. so that we can solve tough challenges and thrive. So it's all about leadership development, facilitating engagement, and helping people from across factions, as mm -hmm. we call them, mm -hmm. across political spectrums, make progress towards their biggest aspirations solve their biggest challenges, so really, so we all can thrive. KLC was founded here in Kansas with a big grant from the Kansas Health Foundation, who continues to be our biggest supporter, and our mission is to foster civic leadership for healthier, stronger, more prosperous communities in Kansas and beyond. That is awesome. Can you remind us, what year did KLC come about? Yeah, KLC was founded in... KLC was founded in 2007. My co-author, Ed O'Malley, walked into a small office at the Kansas Health Foundation on January 2nd, 2007. And our building in downtown Wichita opened in the fall of 2013. Yes, yep. that is so wonderful. You know, that was one of the greatest things when we were in the Ruffin building at Evergy, looking across the street and seeing all of the wonderful activity that would take place at KLC. So could you remind the audience, uh, this, you guys bring in people from across the globe. We do. Yeah. We have had, we had somebody from Saudi Arabia show up having found us on the internet. Wow. Mm. We also have developed partnerships through, through Jack DeBoer. We developed yeah. a partnership in Myanmar. We have partnerships with Leadership Victoria in Australia and, and, People on five continents literally have come to Wichita for Kansas Leadership Center programs. Isn't that amazing? It I is think so we don't amazing. talk about that enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Type of, you know, KLC is an attraction for the state of Kansas and for Wichita. 
people are seeking the leadership tools that you guys provide from across the globe. They are. And of course, across the nation and across Kansas as well. On a th- If we have a three-day program, you'll have people pouring out onto Douglas Avenue in the breaks and afterwards to go visit our restaurants. And I just love hearing from people. We had people here last week. We had someone here from Australia and people from across the nation. And just to have them in Wichita and to have people say, this is a great place to live is really exciting. And I love that we get to contribute to that. I love that. I love that so much. So the thing about KLC is everyone knows that your motto or the thing that you come out is everyone can lead. Yep. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. We're all about that. When everyone leads, our toughest challenges get seen and solved. Mm. And so I hear you have a book. We have a book. Yeah. (laughs) We have a book. It's called When Everyone Leads. How the Toughest Challenges Get Seen and Solved. And I'm Super excited because we also have Cuando Todos Lideran, which is the Spanish version translated by our friend Claudia Yauharamaro. Yeah, so this is another, like Wichita has made this book, and I just really, we have an audience of Spanish speakers here in Kansas, and again, like in, in Mexico, Central America, South America. Wow. And this really opens up a lot of possibilities yeah. for that's our work. That's a beautiful thing. I love that. <laughs> I mean, you see how that's what I love about our community, how we connect. We didn't have to go anywhere exactly. else to do the translation. Nope. Right. Right here. Right. Yep. Connections. She's Transformational. So, awesome. so let's talk a little bit about the book. What I'm curious, what made you decide, you and Ed, were you sitting down one day and you're like, you know what? I think we need to write a book. How did this happen? I think we sat down a lot of days okay. and thought, what's the next book? Mm-hmm. We have a book called Your Leadership Edge mm-hmm. that Ed co-authored with Amanda Sabula. And we actually started talking with our publisher, Todd Satterston at Bard Press, possibly about re-releasing Your Leadership Edge for a larger distribution, which mm. Bard Press did. But through those conversations, we also realized that your leadership edge is about the how. And in a lot of ways, it's for the people who are already converted Mm -hmm. to thinking that leadership is an activity and that's not a position. Mm -hmm. Because there's still a lot of people out there in the world who who they hear the word leader or they hear the word leadership and they think positional authority. Right. And your leadership edge kind of skips right over that conversation. So we felt like we needed a book that goes right to the why, to the principles that our leadership framework and the way we do civic engagement are built on, that leadership is an activity. It's available to anyone, anytime, anywhere. It starts with you Mm -hmm. and must engage others. It's risky because you have to go outside your comfort zone, and it's about our toughest challenges. So this is about the why, the why, and it's also a call to action. Mm-hmm. It's a call to say, if we're going to solve the toughest challenges facing our communities, facing our small businesses, we need everyone leading. How so this you, book is the why. That, and I love that. I, you know, I think about being in different 
organizations and just in different meetings. And a lot of people are still challenged by the idea of people, in your terms, raising the heat, right? And asking these tough questions. Uh And, you know, I remember when it used to be YPW, now it's W. Thomas was a YP with me in a lot of meetings. There was a lot of raising the heat, you know, and that makes people uncomfortable. Can you talk about why it's important to raise the heat? Ebony, am I allowed to ask you a question? Well, that's not kind of how this works, but (laughs) (laughs) you're raising the heat on me. (laughs) Can you tell me just a tiny bit more about what that felt like for you? When well, when somebody would raise the heat or when Thomas would ask a question that was yeah. just a little bit outside the ordinary? Sure. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It makes you think, wow, have I been doing it wrong? Or have I been thinking wrong? Is everything that I know in life, like, wrong? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Thomas Stanley, we talk about him in the book. And Thomas Stanley was a KLC staff member who died tragically at the age of 33. And Thomas, a part of W, was mm. great at bringing those tough questions that can stop people in their tracks in ultimately a really good way. Mm. Because So when we talk about raising the heat, what we mean is putting the conversations on the table that need to be had. So I don't know what the conversations exactly were at W that needed to be had, but often it's talking about values clashing and really elevating, okay, there's this value that might be getting things done and, for instance, for an organization I was thinking about today, serving the people who need our mental health services Mm -hmm. today. On the other hand, is the value is building our capacity and making sure we can retain quality employees for the long haul. So when you're raising the heat, often you're bringing, you're putting those two things out on the table and you're letting people chew on and talk about how do we, what, when are we pri- prioritizing one and maybe when are we prioritizing another? And how are we going to make the tough choices in the face of those competing values? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for explaining that and talking about that because it is, it's important. But again, it takes you through that uncomfortable feeling, but you have to go through that, right? Mm-hmm. In order to solicit the type of change that you want. Yeah. And that's why in the new book, we do, we talk about risk. And we talk about authorizing yourself to lead. And sometimes what authorizing yourself to lead means is that you're staying in your chair during those conversations and you're breathing Mm. and you're listening Mm -hmm. and you're offering an alternative way forward. Or maybe you're asking a question yourself that you don't know the answer to. Excellent. I want to hit on your book first, but I want to go back to KLC. I love KLC. I'm glad. (laughs) (laughs) You guys helped Average when we were going through something with the polls, and Mm -hmm. I reached out to Ed. I said, I need your help, my man. And he hooked me up, and you guys helped us through that situation. So I truly appreciate that. 
But you also just had a leadership change, did you not? We did. I know this is Women's Month, so we got you, a rock star up in here, and I think you got another one. Share about that We have a rock star new president and CEO named Kay Monk Morgan, who started yesterday. Oh, okay. And we are so thrilled with that. Kay has been working full-time at KLC since last April. She Mm -hmm. was chief impact officer. And before that, she'd been a member of our teaching team. So this is just a beautiful evolution for KLC and couldn't be happier. Excellent. Excellent. What do you think we can see? And I know we got to get her on here somehow. Agreed. Tessa, where yet? <laughs> we got to get her here. Dr. We all agree. We yeah. got to get her here. Get her on here. But when that announcement was made, or I'm sure you was all in that, but yeah. what do you see the future of KLC? Before we move on to your book now. Let me tell you what I heard Kay say yesterday when she spoke to the staff, and I've heard her say it a couple of times. KLC has a strategic framework in place, and it really is, it's about making sure that we are able to reach all Kansans and to meet people where they are with leadership development and facilitating engagement and that Kay doesn't have any big changes on her mind okay. she wants to listen and she wants to listen to the community and knowing Kay as I have come to know her over these last few years I know that she's going to be listening with a lot of care for the people she's come up with who are people who are first generation college students mm-hmm. for instance mm-hmm. And we're already talking about the possibilities of KLC doing more work in K-12 education wow. and in higher ed. So that's the part that's, that I, you know, I love that. that. That's a little scoop. Had, little yeah, scoop. a little bit you heard it here and, first. Um, and I also just would underline <clears throat> that KLC and our board has a strong vision and K-12. Well, you know what? I'm going to let her talk more. You have okay, her no, back on. You gave me I'm, a little scoop. I'm so excited. I got to have her on. She has not Absolutely. been on, right? I can't wait to have her. She's one of my favorite people, oh, obviously. Well, mm-hmm. and I like that part when she you said she listens. Yes. Because Ebony does care. not listen. Oh, and you God, can tell I right now. I already know you are so wrong. <laughs> wow. You can tell right now. I couldn't even get it out. She wouldn't listen. Uh, but that's okay. But no, she's good people. And Everybody knows that Ebony's good people, too. Okay. (laughs) That was hard to say. It was hard to say. (laughs) It was brutal. Okay, so let's pivot back to the book. You and Ed met a few. You said a lot. So how does one decide, you know what? I'm going to write a book. The audacity to write a book and thinking people will read it. I mean, how do you... Come up with that a business decision like that, <laughs> and how? And let me compound yeah, it a little bit more. Yeah. How do you? You know, everybody thinks they're a, a journalist or whatever. If they post on Twitter, they're journalists. Yeah. Don't have to be vetted or anything. What made you decide to write a hard copy book? What was that process? The business process of doing mm, that? that's a really good question. And it is a big investment of the of time for the then CEO and myself right. as chief leadership right. development right. officer. It's a big investment of our time. And what the gift 
from the Kansas Health Foundation has done for us over the years is allow us to have that kind of time to put ideas on paper. And sometimes that's digital paper on our website, but other times in the history of KLC, that's been in books. And Mm. again, Ed wrote Your Leadership Edge to get the ideas out there. I have some a couple of books that are out there for a very specific audience of people who teach and coach and facilitate okay. around le- around the KLC ideas. So we had we both had experience writing books and knew what we were getting into. Gotcha. A book like this allows more people to access the ideas. So we and we want these ideas to saturate organizations and companies and communities in Kansas and beyond. And we know that not every, even though the pandemic has really expanded our ability to reach deep into companies and organizations because Mm -hmm. it's much easier for people to access programs online. And right now, KLC offers programs in person and online. So that's like, that, that that online programming allowed us to go maybe a little bit deeper and really move beyond the upper echelons of companies and communities into middle management and frontline workers. And this book and the Spanish version, there, there are discussion guides available. This allows people to facilitate conversations in their organizations without people having to go to a program. Gotcha. So in order for this idea that everyone can lead to permeate our communities, we need some people who really know the ideas, you know, who are geeks about leadership Mm -hmm. perhaps, or really bought into the KLC ideas and they know how to work a complex challenge. We need other people who have have a book deep or even just a couple of conversations about a cartoon in mm-hmm. the book deep to be able to think, okay, I have, I can authorize myself to ask a different kind of question. I can authorize myself to say, hey, what do you think the people who are not at the table would be saying? about what we're doing right now and what we're talking about right now. You've mentioned authorize yourself quite yeah. a bit. Can you talk to us a little bit nice. to, to our listeners to explain, you know, I think there's a couple of steps in that. Yeah. How do you authorize yourself to lead? You authorize yourself to lead when you say, I care about something. I mean, maybe I care about more young professionals in Wichita staying here Mm -hmm. and living here and raising their families here. Authorizing yourself to lead means first, having that aspiration. Okay. And then second, going out and starting to have conversations with people about that challenge. Mm -hmm. So it could be as simple, like an authorizing myself to lead, if I'm somebody who hasn't thought of myself as quote-unquote a leader, Mm could mean just asking you ebony what do you th- when somebody stays in wichita perhaps even an african american woman mm-hmm. when an african american woman chooses to stay in wichita what's behind that choice yeah. 
And what else did you consider? Mm-hmm. Or what do you imagine when somebody leaves Wichita? What do you think is what what, what happened there? See, I'm authorizing myself to get curious mm-hmm. about this challenge. And it's almost inevitable that once I start having those conversations, I'm going to find people who care about the challenge and maybe have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of authorize myself to look for a way that we can work together. Gotcha. And that happens out in the community. It also can happen in a company or an organization. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you for explaining that to us. I'm glad it makes sense. Yeah. I love the question. Ah, wonderful. Well, friends, it's time to hear a word from our sponsor. We will be back soon with Miss Julia Fabris McBride. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at CokeICT.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T.com. Welcome back, friends. We are here with Miss Julia Fabris McBride, and we are talking about how you can lead. So, as we know, leadership is for everyone, but how can business leaders, you know, and I specifically want you to look at Don when you talk about this, okay? Okay. (laughs) All right there, Don. I'm going to look at you, Don. How can people in position of authority make leadership less risky for others? Because we've talked about taking the risk out for others to lead. I think the first thing somebody can do is talk about leadership as an activity and make it really clear that you want people to, and in the book, we really say there's three things everybody can do. Mm -hmm. They can ask more curious, open-ended questions. They can make multiple interpretations, and they can act experimentally. And so as a person in authority, you can let people know when, when there's a complex challenge that requires everybody to lead, or at least everybody to help with diagnosing it. You can let people know, we need your good questions. Mm. We need your interpretations. And they don't even have to be right. We just need your help right. seeing this challenge yeah. from multiple perspectives. Excellent. And then if somebody fumbles... And for instance, and Thomas used to do this sometimes, he would make an interpretation and it would land like a lead balloon in the middle of an all-staff <laughs> meeting. And Ed or somebody else with a little bit more authority than Thomas had could help reframe that interpretation so other people can hear it. Mm, so protect wow. them. Have their back. Yeah. Wow. Next. Have my back, Don. I've had it since 2015. So, <laughs> yep, keep having it. <laughs> I try. That's but that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. That's how we create these cultures where everyone leads. Mm-hmm. 
Understood. Thank you. Now, how can businesses you have this book? You've also translated for our Spanish speaking brothers and sisters. How can businesses use your book? Thanks for that question. Yeah, businesses are using this book for book discussion. So the book is really accessible. Mm. And frankly, you can skim the book and read the bullet points and look at the cartoons. There's some nice Q&As in here. So you can do, you can have people skim or read a chapter or five chapters and then have an hour-long discussion about that book and just bring up the ideas. So I think that's an easy way for businesses to get the ideas into the culture and to be able to then have conversations about where can I authorize somebody to lead? Where can I authorize myself to lead? And what are the challenges where we need everyone leading? So I've, I'm seeing a bank do that, a credit union, okay. a big tech company is okay. doing those book discussions. Excellent. That's, that's really and interesting. And you can do them. And we've also had companies do them in like read a short chapter, and these chapters are super short. Read a chapter, and then we're going to take 10 minutes at the beginning of our weekly meeting yeah. to talk about that chapter. And you'll do that for 25 weeks, and you'll really have built that into your culture. I love that idea. Excellent. What's the best way for them to get the book? You can order it online wherever books are sold at Water. It's available here at Watermark in Wichita. Watermark, and okay anywhere else. The other thing I'll add is we have a short one-day program, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., that we're offering that's called When Everyone Leads. It's going to be offered starting in April, virtually and in person. And that's a great low-cost way for companies to get several people or many people introduced to these ideas so you can then go back to your company and play with them what day in april i'm sorry april 4th is the first offering okay. that's virtual and then there's several more over and the course of the year six hours it's six hours 9 a.m to 3 p.m with lunch there in the middle that's awesome and yeah, so this is our yeah. first this is our most accessible yeah one open day enrollment program that we've ever had i'm really excited they're about three it. days and longer right two days two days okay. or and longer okay so wow okay. that's yeah. excellent yeah and it's going to be at klc of at course KLC. Okay. and who would yeah. you recommend so this if i'm a manager who would i should i good question my recommendation is bring everybody if you're the kind of business that can shut down for a day and do a staff, basically a staff retreat at KLC with, with other people, bring everybody. And if you're not that and type of business? Not that, and if you're not that type of business, <laughs> think about nice. who can, it, there's four offerings over the course of 2023, okay. send a quarter of your staff to mm -hmm. each one. Okay, there's four offerings. So that's, okay. uh, as the person who wrote this book mm -hmm. and who wants these ideas permeated through your whole company, because we know you'll be more successful when everyone leads, I want you over the course of 2023 to bring everybody. Gotcha. So do they go to KLC website to, yep. to get into this yep. program? KansasLeadershipCenter.org. Okay. There you go. And... Uh, so is it one, it's one day. One it's day. It's not a cohort over four no. times. Okay, no. one day. Gotcha. No. 
if they wanted to come back and go to other KLC programs, there's of, a little of bit course. of a path after that. <laughs> right. But no, this is a st- standalone. Excellent. A standalone program. Sorry, a standalone program. (laughs) So, question for you, as we're getting ready to wrap up. I've heard someone say, or I've seen it, or that leadership is somewhat like improv. Can you tell us a little bit about that before we go out? Yeah, Ed and I both have experience in improv. Ed doing comedy in as a part of a comedy troupe during college. Oh, I didn't and know me, that. Oh, Ooh, that's a yeah. school. Isn't that interesting? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Ed right, and I'm, comedy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and mine was a little more on the darker side, uh-huh. physical theater and improv about sort of darker stuff in my career as an actor in Chicago. Wow. Okay. But the thing with improv Two things. One, you say yes and to your partner. So somebody makes an interpretation, you might want to say yes and, here's another way to look at it. And here's another way to look at it. Also, improv improv is experimental. You might not get the laugh on your first try. Right. But you don't, you're not wanting, you don't like try something and then run off stage. Mm -hmm. Instead, you try something. See if it sticks. Right. And learn from what happened and then pretty quickly get back in there and try again. So it's an experimental art. And it's also like very few people do improv alone. Mm-hmm. It's with other people, right. yeah. sometimes right. even with the audience. That makes sense. Right? That makes sense. I love that. Excellent. All right. All right. Well, we're going to pivot and do some word association. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Are and you ready? And if we find out I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, boy. Here we go. Leader. Activity. Success. Progress. College. Really important. And let me interject. Did you grow up here? I grew up in the Chicago area. I moved to Matfield Green, Kansas in 2006. Matfield Green. And college is really important. That's a special message for my 15-year-old. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Gotcha. Excellent. Failure. Inevitable. Entrepreneur. Hero. Boy, you flowing with uh-huh. this. <laughs> Wichita. Wonderful. Vacation. Matfield Green. Matfield Green oh, getting a lot of love up in this a case. Lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hero. Right now, K Monk Morgan. Oh, <laughs> Chamber, Wichita Chamber. Essential. Family. Also essential. Fun. Hiking in the Flint Hills. Nice. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, and you got to tell the truth, or I'm going to fact check you. Beverage. Coffee. Yeah, I can't do anything with that. I was wanting something that I was wanting another scoop, but I didn't get it. Coffee is it. Coffee is it. Thank you. Good to see you. Thank you, Don. Thanks, Ebony. Of course. Thank you for such an engaging conversation. Friends, you've heard it here. Please go to the website, sign up, look for an opportunity to go through the one day course, read the book and make sure that everyone knows that everyone can lead. All right, till next time. Peace.
The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.